So I was thinking post a thousand, no rules, no, zero rules. And there's no bad ideas in brainstorming. Well, We've always believed that. Okay. And I was thinking about one thing we haven't done with the podcast anymore. Uh-oh. And I thought it might be canceling it. Oh yeah. Well, that is, oh, that's true. That's not actually something we've we, never canceled we've the never podcast actually before. done that before uh, in all these years. Nope. I've done the podcast the entire time. Yeah. So bold do strategy. We're ending the show. The show is over. We we pushed a pause one time, yeah. which was like a short cancel. It's yeah. like a pause that goes on forever. Yeah, it's an indefinite pause. Yeah. A fermata hold. So no bad ideas. Of point, of, point of order. Is it canceling if you do it yourself? I thought canceling was an external thing. We were not canceled. Okay. We are canceling. You're canceling yourself. Yes. Well, oh. I, we're canceling the show. Okay. I don't feel I'm not going to feel canceled after this. I mean, we're not. I, I guess you're a network, too. Yeah. Yeah. We're the network and the show. So That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Producers and. So this is the okay. show that is officially about to be over okay okay well yeah cheers to the final episode yeah Hey everybody, I'm Caleb. I'm Spencer. And this is the Mix Six, where we drink six beers, have six conversations, rate them on a five-point scale, and occasionally participate in bold, new, innovative strategies in podcasting. We're going like, to try... Like the not podcasting strategy. Yeah, we're 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 going to try to become more popular by being less online. That's yes. how we're going to do this. There's sort of a target-rich environment by yeah. doing things, right. and by we're, we're doing a surge. Scarcity. A surge of podcasts, so right. to speaking. By no longer podcast. It's a non-fungible podcast. Yes. I know that many of the folks who have been listening to the show for years and years, roughly six almost now. Almost six. Thank uh, you. Might remember the uh, the episode number nine that wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure many of you lay awake at night thinking, I wonder what they talked about. Now you can do that for every other episode <laughs> we're about to not record. And so we've just given you so much more cognitive fodder. They're all episode nine now. That's right. Uh-huh. And it is a gift for you. Challenge to you listeners out there. Start a podcast speculating about what this would have been. Oh, God. With three other people. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if someone wanted to wait, mm, call it six to eight months, and then do like investigative journalism about what happened to the mix six, a I would ha- happily participate. Okay, yeah, yeah. But we're going to make everything up and none of it will be true. You mm-hmm. need to know that. Yeah. Uh, in all seriousness, uh, this is like this is it. Uh, this is the end of the show as far as we know it. And that's not to say that we might not do some reunion things in the future like all of us might end up at Ross's table again but in terms of consistent content and charging people to listen to us talk we have reached the end um we barely made it to the now boy yeah there was a time in there where I did not think we would yes yeah uh mm-hmm. I I I reminded myself this morning this podcast lasted longer than Donald Trump's presidency and that oh, made Jesus. me feel very, all the way through it very too. good yeah. yeah yeah we started in December 2016 that's right yeah that's right right before right. and we outlasted that guy by two years and an unknowable number of felonies <laughs> and so uh, yeah uh, look it's been six years and a lot changes in six years including our commitments and priorities and time. we both have completely different careers yes than when we started uh, yeah. Ross is married to one yeah. of our fans. Right. Yeah. To uh, a listener. Yeah, a lot yeah, has, yeah. a lot has changed since so, the day right. we hit record. Um, yeah. We've been through like multiple, ki- I don't It'd be interesting to count the number of Kickstarters. It probably at least four or five as a group. Yeah. Uh, a couple new podcasts, three or four additional podcasts, multiple conventions. Oh God. Uh, mm-hmm. An apocalypse or two. Yeah. A rap um, song, yeah. a rap, a rap, a, song. A rap song, mm-hmm. some, some videos, mm-hmm. uh, hand-drawn animations. Yeah. We've been through a lot and, uh, and it's all been great. And this was an orienting thing, at least for me. I don't, you know, I don't know about the other guys, but oh yeah. Um, yeah. And now it's time to move on. And so we're going to move on and, and, uh, 
Yeah, that's it. But we're still going to do one more episode. We're going to do this episode yeah. like, like um, we would do any other episode. Yeah. And one thing to keep in mind is uh, we're Caleb and I are going to be still doing podcasts of some kind. Lots and, of them. Uh, I've started a. Yeah, uh, I'm not committing seppuku. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. not doing the mix. Um, right, yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm also starting an email newsletter uh, and I'm going to announce Great. any new projects that I yeah. do with any, you know, any, any new projects, uh, podcasts or whatever. Uh, so if you want to keep you know, uh, find out when I light the fires again, mm. uh, mm. Th- that would be sign up for that newsletter. And there'll be a link in the show notes so you can sign up. There. Is the newsletter going to be full of uh, apt metaphors like that one? Because if so, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> and producers has producer Ross has promised one more mixed six related content piece as yeah. a, as a finale to all of this that not even Caleb and I've heard. Yes, and so yeah. on the other yeah, end of this is, is something it'll, it'll be called on the way to the bar yeah. and it'll be uh, outtakes and uh, some highlights from the show from yeah. six years of the show. Yeah. I need to say that out loud. Six years of the show. Mm-hmm. So um, with that, we've got one last rating system. And we've got six beers to drink uh, before we ride off into the regular old sunset. Thank you. Uh, And I figured since it was the last time, uh, I couldn't leave Caleb without one more food month rating system. Got to leave that taste in your mouth. But Uh here's the thing. Yeah. I'm doing the food month rating system of food month rating systems. Very meta. Yes. So it's very appropriate. <laughs> we will, we will rate and review beers on a five point scale on this, our last official episode based on my own food opinions. I will evaluate them by quality. So one, a food opinion that as I look back on, I don't feel great about and a five, a food opinion that I look back on and I feel even more emboldened than I did in the moment. So here we go. Oh, so this, that's the matrix. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Just how, how crotchety you've gotten about it over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How much did your internet snark make me dig so my one heels is in? Spencer admits he's wrong. Yeah. And a five is never yeah. to the grave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, at least it's consistent. That's exactly All right. right. So one things that I look back on and I feel like pretty blow in the wind about at this point, the types of pasta bit, like the reality is a couple of weeks later, someone mentioned one of those types of pasta to me, and I couldn't even remember what type of pasta that was, which suggests to me I didn't feel all that strongly about <laughs> it in the moment. So at this point, I don't know if it's made with flour and wheat. Chances are you can put it in sauce and I'd probably eat it. Uh, I don't know that I have strong, distinct opinions anymore about the, the the format in which pasta arrives. But I do know that for those of you who felt strongly about my opinion, I got you good because apparently I didn't care that much. You jag. Okay. (laughs) A two, uh, a thing that I look back on and I'm not so much that I don't care about it, that it's flimsy in my memory, but rather there was never a good answer here. Anyways, the rating system, things to eat with your hands. Uh, like the reality is even a five was a one in that rating system because you shouldn't eat shit with your hands. And so I looked back over that rating system. I wonder what your ideal method of consuming food is. Forks. Is is it like a proboscis? Yes. Like some sort of trunk? Honestly, I I really like shakes or smoothies. Okay. Uh, I think it's telekinesis. Straw based. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, if you could IV me nutrients, that tasted good, obviously. Like I'd be pretty How would that work? I don't know, Ross. I'm not a fucking scientist, man. Uh, (laughs) So anyways, like the things to eat with your hands rating system, like, I mean, the one to five was distinct, but the problem is they were all bad. And so I've moved on from that. Three, not technically a rating system, but that thing which set the standard for my opinions on food for six years, 
It's s'mores. Oh, mm-hmm. it's where it all began. That's where it all began. Yeah. Uh, on accident. Well, not on accident. I mean, I got drunk and Caleb started talking about s'mores and I lost my shit. I mean, that was it. Uh, it was certainly accidental on my part because yeah. I never knew anyone had opinions about the strong about most things. I didn't either. And I will tell you, uh, we, maybe we've talked about this. I don't know. But if we haven't, no better time than now. On the Caleb picked me up to record that episode, which is inconvenient as hell because Caleb lives like uh, eight seconds from Ross and I lived on the other side of town. So Caleb picked me up. And as we were driving to Ross's, we still had a segment left to plan. And it was either a question about s'mores or something else. And I was like, ah, we can probably talk about s'mores for a few minutes. I had no idea that I felt that way about s'mores in the car, nor did I plan on getting that drunk. So anyways, (laughs) it's s'mores. It kind of set the standard by which food was discussed on this show. Four. Now we're getting with stuff that I still feel pretty strongly about. Um, Cheeses. Man. Did some of you snooty motherfuckers come out of the woodwork on cheeses? And it was great to see. I did not realize we had such cheesophiles in our mix, but it felt good to know that I had done so much to energize all of you and that I was still right. So I felt really good about the cheese. I feel like cheese is right up our alley as a food group. Like oh, it's nerdy enough and there's enough of it that you can like learn a bunch of different types yep. mm-hmm. and like really get into your knowledge of cheese yes. and have strong opinions. hundred percent. There's a lot of cheese lore. Yep. is what I'm saying. Yep. And, I, and I really think that's where yeah. uh, and, and, our fans latched on. And in the middle of all that cheese lore, I was like, Pepper Jack. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just felt like that was a really good moment for me. Five, and this one lingers in my brain. You know, the truth is, we've talked a little about this. We've recorded so much content. I forget almost immediately what we talk about when I'm oh, at yeah. this table. Uh-huh. So when you all hear something six months later and then ask me about it, I'm like, what are you talking about? Didn't even know that was a thing. Something that has lingered for me, the hot dog condiments conversation. I mean, that really set people off. And it, it was alarming. It was. Yeah, it was. It was incendiary. Like, I thought I was going to have to mod the discord. And frankly, I'm, I'm against that. Spiritually. <laughs> and, and it may have been the first food rating system that brought people out in both camps. Like there were people who were hyper against me. And for the first time, there were people who were hyper with me. And uh, that was probably my favorite of the food month debates to watch unfold. Uh, and to this day, I still feel pretty strongly about how shitty relish is. And so uh, with all that, we'll use my own opinions on food to rate our beers today. And I'm going to grab one. So we'll be right back. Spencer, what are you drinking? So this is from Perennial Artisan Ales. This is the ESB English style ale. And, you know, I'm not... I'm not jazzed about this. Perennial makes good beer. ESBs are typically not a thing for me, but um, hey, it's here. We're here. It's 5.3%. I'm going to drink it. Oh, yeah. I mean, tall boy can. I like the design. I've always gotten the idea of an English style ale. Like if I was an English style pub and in every other locale, including this one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't find there to be a point. Nope. Yeah. There's not. There's not. <laughs> it's a two, uh, which is things to eat with your hands. Um, it's a beer it, to drink with your hands. That's right. Uh, and I am. It starts okay, but then it does that thing, the ESB thing, where it gets like too bitter and bad mm. tasting quickly. And that's what lingers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a one. The front's drinkable, and I'll have a little more of it, but it's not a good beer. Yeah. Um, we're into dissecting our fun. So uh, I propose this uh, because... By my math, we've talked about 493 games on this podcast over the course of six years, give or take mm-hmm. 200 or 300. Uh, it's not good math. Um, <laughs> and uh, and 
and our our opinions of games have changed pr- pretty drastically. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as our experience with games has opened up tremendously, and uh, and and our kind of like affinity for certain mechanics and styles has gone through seasons. Uh, I I I'm just for a moment want us to look back and ask, okay, your favorite game of all time and why is no, you know, like conditions, two player, one player, no solo mode, no like to take on a first. None of that. Just yeah, like, Desert Island. Yeah, Desert Island for. One and only favorite game of all time. Go. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot. So it doesn't matter if it's a board game, RPG, nope. or video game. No rules, man. No no rules. Okay. Because uh, I have one for each medium. Like, um, but Actually, if you do pick wrong, yeah. I'm going to cancel the podcast. <laughs> just just wow. to let you know. The Wait, stakes are extremely it, high. It feels like a real threat. Russ. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, what, what medium do I have to pick it in then? Uh, you better pick the right one. That's right. <laughs> okay. wow. Or else this is all on you. Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean objectively it would be payday too, like the video game. Oh yeah. 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 You sunk a lot of hours yeah. into payday too. Yeah. I sunk a lot of payday. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, uh, extremely fun. Right. And, uh, on all, it was extremely fun on all levels. I, I'm burned out on it. Now. I haven't played it in like a two, two or three years now. Yeah. Um, but you played it quite a bit. I played it for that. Yeah. Yeah. By a large margin, more than any other game. Right. Uh, so mm-hmm. like, yeah, it would have to be payday too. I it's, think that's fair. Yeah. I, I think volume is a decent standard. Here. Well, also it was a consistent, like it was fun. Like I didn't, I wasn't playing it like an MMO where you right. grind up and you, you to get to the fun. Right. Like I played payday too, because it was fun. Yeah. Almost all the time. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no judgment. And now we'll see if Caleb cancels the podcast. I don't know if you chose right, but uh, Caleb, uh, favorite yeah. game of all time. Got to go terraforming Mars. It's not a big surprise. Yeah. I wondered. I think I've evolved from that over the course of the podcast. Yeah. I hadn't played it for a significant portion of the podcast. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, it's just complex enough to keep me constantly tactically engaged. Mm-hmm. Without being um, so complex that I constantly need to relearn it whenever mm-hmm. I get it out to play, even if it's been like a year or two, yeah. I pick it up yeah. pretty fast. So uh, it's very engaging. It keeps my mind on the game pretty much the entire time, yeah. even when it's not my turn, because turns are so fast. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to go back to a YouTube video in the rule right. book every time you want to break it out that matters which is pretty rare for a game as mm, hefty and totally. euro-y as terraforming Mars. oh for sure yeah, yeah absolutely uh also i'm a little surprised it's my favorite game because like it requires so much to like be playable yes out of the bo- box it's yes. not that no. having a sheet is trash no and and, and, <laughs> and, even and it's and it's we've seen it come out over the years we've seen it basically dlc itself yeah. into mm-hmm. being one of the better games i agree i was going to say that those expansions that they added that kind of like kickstart some of your engines all that stuff made that game infinitely more playable yeah also one of the few games that i think uh straddles a really interesting line it is a game that you can absolutely get lost in Mm because it will constantly introduce new opportunities for mechanics that could pay off and you have to use discretion to not get myopic about those and also if you're on the right side of the line every little decision you make is going to start mattering with every other decision but yeah i think that's gotta be my favorite because it's got so much going against it like the bad initial components the continually bad art on the cards. Just awful. Just some of the worst art Tr- truly <laughs> ever awful. included in yeah. a game. Um, and yet, I love it. Here we and are. I would play it at any time. Here so we are. It's got to be my favorite. Yeah. Uh, well, I know my favorite board game would have been, uh, would, would be Gloomhaven. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I kind of thought you might go Azul. Azul is close. Right. But, but the Gloomhaven experience. Gloomhaven was the game I was thinking about 
the rest of the week. Yeah. Uh, like we play a week and then I'd be thinking about it. Right. Like, what are we going to do? And yeah. like, it was the only game board game where we would lose the thing. Like, let's play it again. Yeah. No, we lost again. Let's play it again. Totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. no other, Azul never gripped me like that. No, that's right. And then for RPGs, I think it would have to be Delta green, uh, for ease of playability and versatility from going humorous to incredibly great role playing and very dark. Right. So, yeah, 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 for sure. Red markets would also, I it's tossed up between that and red market. Got to say it out loud. Got to yeah. say it out loud. Of course, base Raiders is way better than all those. Right. But, you yeah. Know, well, of course I feel, I felt that was by flattering crash. me. The podcast will survive for five yeah. more seconds. Yeah. <laughs> red markets and phase anatomy remain the only, uh, RPGs that I own. My apologies, Ross. You're welcome to give me a copy of base Raiders. <laughs> uh, so I, I, um, Inclination here was to say Scythe. Uh, that's oh, not, yeah. what, not Could have what, sworn it was going to be Concordia. Yeah, I'm not going to say Scythe. Uh, and then I was going to say Azul uh, because I love Azul. And there are a couple of games that I have a hard time disassociating from the experiences that I had playing them. So, for example, Pandemic Legacy Season Zero mm-hmm. is a phenomenal game. Yeah. But more than that, uh, during quarantine and all what whatever that period of time was and will be uh it was like something that brandy and i could do to escape for a couple of nights and that was magical and important mm. and we'll never find we can't go back to that yeah, yeah. can only hope to find something else so that that was going to make the list scythe was going to make the list because scythe was the first like big box game that i was like oh i get it and i like it mm. azul was going to make the list i don't know if you remember this club but uh you taught ross and i azul at the first moon city Con, yeah i do uh and that and then we played it like multiple times yep. because it was like oh this is fucking great and it it was really kind of game changing for me in that we were just becoming in the community people known as board game people and a lot of folks were asking us to like come to bars or do shows and like introduce them to board games and it felt like what do i show you that isn't like monopoly and azul felt like a thing you could oh, show yeah. them. Oh, oh, board games are different mm-hmm. yeah, yeah um but it's not azul it's not pandemic legacy season zero it's not scythe i know i love scythe <laughs> It's Concordia. There it is. Yeah, there it is. It's Concordia. <laughs> uh, I don't. Yeah, and you know what? Like I, we like a ugly yeah. oil painting yep. of a person just standing That's at right. a market. We love it. We love it. It's got to be. It's got to be on the cover. That's right. Got to be the dour men of uh, Great uh-huh. Western Trail. Yeah, like mm-hmm. just terrible art. Sign of a great game. I cannot. I tried to come up with a bunch of reasons for why I love Concordia so much, and I mean, I have some. I think the scoring mechanic is genuinely novel, and blah. but more than anything, I really just like how I feel when I play Concordia. And at the end of all of this, we've spent like six years complicating, overcomplicating, undercomplicating, uh, like talking about games. Cause that's what we do. And, uh, sometimes playing a game is just about enjoying it. And I really enjoy Concordia. I don't know why. And it doesn't matter. Uh, and so I think Concordia is probably my favorite game. Uh, if you've not played it, you should, uh, and hopefully I'll find you at a con someday and I will teach you Concordia because it is worth knowing. So, uh, with that favorite games officially in the book, surprised or not surprised, feel free to let us know in the discord, which by the way, will remain up in perpetuity because we know many of our listeners, spend a lot of time there and interact and share ideas and thoughts and comments. And so that's, that's not going anywhere, even if we are for now. So don't worry about that. Uh, We're going to grab a beer and we'll be right back. Caleb, I know the can when I see the can, what are you drinking? It's another off color brewing. Oh boy. This is pumpkin beer for cafes. Oh. It's always got to be for something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
no useless beer over at Off Color. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's uh, ale brewed with pumpkin puree with Ooh. tea and Ooh, spices God. added. Oh, no. Why? Uh, pumpkin puree, no. I mean, you're and drinking tea? Just, yeah. No. It's like a spicy pumpkin latte kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I don't want that in a beer. I did have a Schlafly pumpkin ale last night, the first one of the season. Uh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Tis the season, as they say. It was delicious. Okay. Bothered my allergies. Nope, Caleb doesn't like it. Why would, why would you do this? Why would you do that? Why would you ruin a pumpkin beer? Thank you. Or even a tea beer. Right. By making it a pumpkin tea beer. Exactly. That's exactly right. All right, fair. Yeah. And we just had a good pumpkin beer. That yeah. priority one earlier this week. Yeah, well, I mean, that's so pumpkin good. pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be sweet. I That's understand true. there's other ways you can go with yeah. pumpkin, but the, the tea just does not do it for me here. Um, See, I, I, I thought they would be going for like a pumpkin spice latte kind of vibe. Yeah, that would make oh, four absolutely, cafes. Absolutely. Yeah, there's yeah. almost yeah. no sweetness in this. Yeah, the cafe thing. I think yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But so, it sounds like they fucked it up. Well, it's a two. No. Right. Yeah. I mean, okay. I guess it's better than all. Eh, I, it's worse than all ones. I think we know that. <laughs> We've learned that. It's yeah, worse than it all ones. Worse. Uh, hey, we're in a mix six mock draft. Greg Bennett, congratulations. You get the distinct pleasure of having suggested the last official mock draft from the mix six in armchair director slash mock draft. Turns out we haven't heard or seen anything about the Mario movie because Chris Pratt tore his vocal cords singing all 5,000 verses of just as I am at his church. Charles Martinet declined taking the role of mario on principle at the rate recast the mario movie casting for mario luigi peach daisy bowser and the voice of dk's grunts one person may keep the original va if they draft them uh, i don't know the original voice actors so. we looked them up we we actually did this at one point oh, we we, did? we drafted mario characters i think yeah and I decided that it would be hilarious. I saw this kind of thought, I think we've done that before and then thought, don't care. No rules post a thousand. I want to see <laughs> what we come do up. It again. I want to see what we come up with now. Well, okay. This is also the live. Is this an animated movie or live action? I thought it was voice act. Voice, voice acting. Okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so so I don't know if we picked voice. Actors okay. Okay. Before, yeah. But maybe we did. All right. So uh, we also have done this for almost six years. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. 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 And it was a notable moment in yeah, pop yeah, culture yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Pratt casting yet another thing. So I say we just roll with it. Uh, and and see where we come up with today and let's start with mario okay and let's just do it in a round so caleb let's start who do you want to cast as mario uh devito yeah that's right yeah that's, that's the right choice that's right? the right choice there's another right, right choice that's, all right well i had to pick the first. that's there's another right choice yeah christopher walken really yeah okay really yeah that's a bold choice yeah it'd be memorable i am baffled by that <laughs> it would be memorable yeah you know, I'd almost do like Walken as like Koopa or Bowser. He hasn't really done Italian since True Romance, yeah. so huh. that would be a hell of a way to take a monologue. I I just Mario. assume the movie's going to be as train wreck as the first Super Mario. So like, well, yeah, okay. tighten it. All right, I'm good so with that. Good, yeah, 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 <laughs> good yeah. and amazing. Right. Well, Christopher Walken as Mario, I think, is radically right. enjoyable. Yeah. 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 All yeah. right. So I, uh, your note about the first Super Mario film. Yeah. I want to attempt to solve all of all of the ways in which they went wrong with the like odd kind of like dark uh-huh. cy- cyberpunk Mario world underground demolition man world. Sure. And I just want to, I want to lean into it. So for Mario, I'm going to choose Brian Cranston. 
Uh, <laughs> there was a there was a moment there in like the mid teens yep. where like he was I I would buy that completely. They cast him for everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Godzilla. That's I, right. He's there for five minutes. Yes. I don't give a shit. Yes, yeah. and and it gives Mario uh, a certain distinguished and aged sound, mm-hmm. but also like he's been through some shit. And and very literally as a plumber, he has in fact been through some shit. And yeah. so I feel like it's just enough wrong to be right. Uh, okay, we'll come back around. Snake order, Luigi. Now, here's a weird pick, admittedly, mm-hmm. and I want him to keep the accent. Matt Smith. Mm. Totally. A British Luigi. Yes. A British okay. Luigi. No explanation right. as to why hardened English Mario has uh-huh. a hoity-toity British brother. Now, what if he tried the accent and failed? Maybe even better. That would also be that very good. What, what if he goes in and out? Yeah. And that's a bit mm-hmm. in the movie mm-hmm. that people kind of keep looking at him like, mm. the fuck? So, Brian Cranston, Matt Smith. Uh, Ross, who do you have as Luigi? Uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, let, let him get weird oh, with it. Oh, that's yeah. pretty good. Like, I mean, yeah. Uh, he's done He's done a great job of getting weird. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Just let him go I, wild. I think, yeah, I think you get Radcliffe for Luigi, like, on a discount. Yeah. Like, I think he'll take a pay cut. Especially if he's acting against Walken, in my mm-hmm. version. You know, for what it's worth, like, maybe the whole Harry Potter cast should just switch over and do Mario now to get away from J.K. Rowling, mm-hmm. but maintain their credibility. Mm-hmm. Radcliffe as Mario, mm-hmm. Ron Weasley as, as Luigi. Sort of a franchise evacuation. Yeah, that's like, right. come uh, on, we're all... <laughs> We're all going to Mario. Did you hear? Yeah. And then they just hop sets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be interesting. Okay. Caleb, who do you have as Luigi? Uh, Luigi to me is the also random the Mario universe. He exists to be passed over. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's got to be James Marsden. (laughs) (laughs) You need a voice. Also, it's a video game movie. Yeah. You need a voice that you forget hearing the second it stops vibrating air. Yeah. 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 He's already, I already honestly already forgot that you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. I need to take a moment to admit freely that I watched the Sonic movies a couple of weeks ago. Did I talk? Did I mention this on the podcast? Uh, No. I watched the first one and then you know what I did? You watched the second one. Damn right. Yeah. Yeah. How's the second one? I haven't seen the second one. You know what? Watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Take an hour and a half and an edible and uh, and just see what happens. I'm on board for that. Yeah. 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 We watched it in tub one night. Yes. Not, it's it also not good. No, yeah. no. Idris Elba <laughs> is not the most baffling casting choice in history. Yeah, nothing it, we do here is stupider than that. No, um, no. Anyway, uh, uh, Peach. Peach. Yeah. Okay. Who oh, I know Peach? who I do. I can't. Oh, okay. I, Just because I wanted to be funny, Bjork. Good choice. I, I would love the idea. hundred percent. Danny choice. DeVito is fighting oh, his she way. She was great in the North Man. Is yeah. the show I'm gonna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. got to be mm-hmm. Bjork. Yeah, I, yeah. I want a weird Peach. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, I can't. I, I don't know her name off the top of my head, but the uh, female lead for the TV show What We Do in the Shadows. Oh yeah, the woman who plays Nadja. Yeah, yeah. So incredible. Same good. accent. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. A hundred percent same yeah. accent. Why not? Actually, even better. Yeah. Not same accent before she gets captured by Bowser. Yeah. Same accent after, as if like oh. being taken to the castle Stockholm. has somehow like Stockholmed her yeah. into talking like that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty interesting. I okay. Like yeah. Uh, so I just feel like Anne Hathaway is a good choice here. Like she just seems to do well in those kind of like mm-hmm. generic princessy roles. The Princess Diaries, for example, mm-hmm. is in fact a good film. I can't speak to the quality of the sequel. I don't remember it, but it just feels boring and easy. And that's mm-hmm. exactly where Peach needs to be in the Mario verse. Now, before we go on, Daisy's on the list. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. any I, 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 Blank I, slate for you then. Huh? Yeah, yeah, blank slate. No idea. No yeah. concept. Well, Peach's yeah. sister. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so for Daisy, I'm going to cast uh, the woman that plays uh, Bart Simpson. And uh, she can just <laughs> like play Bart Nancy Simpson. Nancy Yeardley? Yeah, 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 there you yeah, go. Yeah. yeah, her. 
All right. Daisy, played by Bart Simpson, played by Nancy Yardley. Yeah. I'm going to go a different direction. Okay. A little bit, slightly. Uh, Zendaya. Uh, Oh, yeah. uh, Oh, and make Daisy like the real star because Zendaya is fucking great. Yeah. Into it. Yeah. Love that. Uh huh. Go for it. Exactly. Caleb? Um,. An AI voice synthesis bot, because I would oh. really like to see this movie, <laughs> this movie crash and burn. Do a Vocaloid. As, like I think it'd be very ones. funny to be like, we're going to avoid Chris <laughs> Pat because we don't want controversy. That's why I programmed this robot to take an actor's yeah, job. Perfect. I think it'd be very funny to be like, no one could be offended by that. No, That's right. no, yeah. uh, cast uh, Hitsune uh, Miku, the, <laughs> yeah, the Japanese Vocaloid, oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. A, like yeah. a little uh, character bill. Yeah. yeah, so a robot algorithm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Be so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last on the list, uh, Bowser. Bowser. Caleb? Mm, difficult. Who do you get? Uh, Jim Rash. Oh, yeah. I, wanna, I, oh, wa- yeah. I want Bowser on fire. Yeah. Jim Just Rash would be... flame. Uh, oh, the guy from Ted Lasso? Uh, guy for, no, the guy from Community. The Dean. Uh, the Dean. Community. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay, okay. Uh, oh, he's yeah. also the Riddler in Harley Quinn. Boy, okay. he's so great. Yeah. Okay. Um, Make Bowser fabulous. Yes, that's yes. right. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ross? Baba Odenkirk. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Very tortured. Bowser. Very tortured. Yeah. And frustrated. Oh, Most, yeah, mostly yeah. just frustrated. Yeah, yeah. This damn system. Do more of the uh, uh, nobody instead of uh, better call. Saul. Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. little, little angrier. Yeah. Uh, we, we were on a similar wavelength earlier, Re, what we do in the shadows, because yeah, I yeah. believe that Matt Berry would be the perfect Bowser. Um, I think that Matt Berry can do anything. See, that's okay. You see, uh, that you, you sniped my uh, DK pick. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Matt Berry can do literally anything. He, he, could, he could, you could literally have him play every single role in this Honestly, movie. I'd see it. I'd pay for it. Yeah. Well, I would, yeah, we can just all agree Matt Berry for DK. Yeah. yeah. Well, I took him for Bowser is the problem. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's a shame. So, um, DK. I think he could do both. It's a voice acting. Yeah, yeah. Well, then honestly, I'm going to claim him for DK too because okay. it's my turn. All right. Matt Berry. Uh, <laughs> oh, here's here's what I'll do. Matt Berry doing the Jackie Daytona voice mm-hmm. for Bowser and Matt Berry doing the Matt Berry voice for DK. Okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it. Okay. Well, my backup pick for DK Grant um, then is going to be the Balls of Steel guy. Uh, the guy who voices Duke Nukem. Oh, yeah. Balls balls of steel oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so wow yeah deep cut yeah okay good for you nostalgic yeah. property caleb yeah I, I i i'm sticking with that barry you're right there i'll <laughs> i'll lose rather than yeah just not feels right. off nonsense yeah. that feels right uh don't forget you can vote although people stopped voting circa 20 yeah years ago 18 literally year, yeah so don't worry about it you know what honestly today everybody wins <laughs> uh uh and the content verse loses so kind of a kind of a split decision there hey with that we're gonna grab a beer and we'll be right back producer ross what are you drinking epic brewing oh, uh something now sir midnight oh my peanut, god peanut butter stout it's a peanut butter stout. that would be epic brewing now serving midnight now serving. Yeah, peanut yeah. butter my stout. god yeah. i mean that was well, i don't it's it's a delicate uh, you know no yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it look it was the clunkiest of the beer introductions <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we've genuinely had some like beer labels written in sanskrit on here and yeah um is it good the cans kind of got Ross Payton energy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the neon, <laughs> yeah. um, in, uh, cursive. Um, 
It's kind of thin. Like you can taste the peanut butter there. <sighs> yeah. it, it's very thin for well, especially for a stout. Yeah, this is almost like a peanut butter porter. Like, yeah, and not that. Not but is it smoky enough to be a porter? No, it's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, so it's very thin stout. Um, but it's like the peanut butter comes in fine. That's good. So not really an aftertaste. So I'm gonna give it a three. That's like fine. it's drinkable. Yeah. Like it's fine. A three, it's, by the way, is s'mores for those of you keeping, which score is very home. appropriate for <laughs> it is kind of a dessert. Yeah, we'll yeah. maintain the standard distribution until the very last. That's right. That's right. Our, da- our data will be good. Oh, it's data. also 8.5%, which yeah, is, girl. does not taste like it. Yet. No. Yeah. Hey, we're into Ask Mixed Six. Congratulations to James Burns on the last one of these. James asks, are you aging gracefully or fighting it every step of the way? I, I hate to violate the terms of the question, but I don't even know how you judge this anymore. That's kind of why I brought it up. Okay. Tell me more about that. I mean, like, how do you know? Like, I, I, I'm not mm. saying like, okay, I think one way you know is you don't pretend you're not getting old. I'm getting fucking old. Right. Yeah. Um, like, I, I acknowledge that. Yeah. But like, aging gracefully versus fighting it every step of the way. Like, I don't have any of the signifiers of age that you're supposed to have. Right. Yeah. Like, so like, is that bad? Is that like right. me be young and youthful because I still am going to rent for the rest of my I, life? No, I think, <laughs> like, I think yeah. it's it's uh, whether I, you are in denial about aging or not. True. I guess I don't have like a broccoli haircut and I'm not wearing a tie-dye yeah. uh, hoodie. Creed in that episode so, of The Office. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. so in that in that regard, I would say like I've probably dodged that bullet so well, far. Also like realizing you can't do the same things you do. Like you right. can't like drink as much without like... Boy, can I not. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, uh, yeah, you know, like changing what physical activities you do. Yeah. Uh, so I, th- I think that would be like aging gracefully is like accepting those okay. things, yeah. but, but not like, yeah, but then there's also like the NPR aging gracefully. Like, are you eating right and exercising? Right, right. Do you like, drink yeah, a glass try- of wine yeah, with dinner? Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to do that. Yeah. No, I don't drink. Yeah, glass it's wine just, it just seems like a very fraught question. Like, um, yeah, I don't, well, I guess we can define it ourselves. Right. right. Yeah. I think in terms of, uh, Am I good with how old I am? Yeah, I'm really good with it. Um, But I think there's an important asterisk there, which is I don't often think about how old I am. And, um, you know, I'm on the wrong side of 35, uh, but I don't think I don't really ever think about how close to 40 I am. And maybe that'll change when I hit 40. I don't know. Well, let me try this a different way. Uh, Caleb, I've known you for 18 years now. I think probably more about that than I do about the fact that you're 37 going on 38, uh, 38 now, 38 going on 39. Yeah. 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 I think I don't ever think about my dear friend, Caleb being 38 going on 39. And so I guess I'm aging while not really thinking all that much about aging. And I suppose that means gracefully. I think that's most people until you get past the terminus point. Right. Like, well, Everyone's dying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess I am, I, I do acknowledge, I, Ross, you might be on something. I do acknowledge the ways in which my physiology has changed and I have had to either change to honor it or, yeah. or not change it's and about, punish it. Yeah. Changing yeah. your lifestyle and your routine. Yeah. And I've changed my lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, I have no malice around that other than mm-hmm. 
boy, oh boy, do I wish I could drink as much as I used to without getting a hangover. Uh, yeah. And the reality is if I have three beers now, I don't feel good the next day. Yeah. And when we started doing this podcast, like on a Tuesday, we'd have like six to eight beers and I'd get up Wednesday and be like, man, what a fun day it is. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, shit's changed. Yeah. We haven't had a, like a mixed 12. No. Uh, Saturday. Not, not like a real, I mean, we've done not, some yeah. doubles, but like, you know, most of us have gotten pretty good with like drinking some of the beers and some side beers. You know, we used to do doubles and we'd go to old, old Mexico go first and drink there and then we'd come over here and we'd do shots of fireball and then we'd do a hot takes with a glass of bourbon and then we'd drink 12 beers and more and then we'd go out yeah um yeah i think i'd die uh and i accept that now yeah. uh and i just don't the do it support. that's yeah. right yeah, yeah yeah i just don't do it anymore yeah, yeah. uh which which is a bummer but i'm not like i'm not screaming at the moon about it yeah yeah so i, guess, I think that I, I mean the the real things are the people who have like the the uh midlife crisis right know, like who are desperately trying to tell people that they're yeah. in their, you know, just as good as they were when they were 20. You know? I, and I think I had that maybe part of the reason this yeah. doesn't, I think I had that at 30, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so maybe, maybe I'm aging more gracefully now because I wasn't aging gracefully earlier. Yeah. I don't maybe. know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it, it varies a lot between your circumstances, but it's also, I think the other thing is also um, preparing, realizing things are coming like, like dealing like with parents aging or family members. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, and other things like that. So, right. Um, and major life changes in that, that sort of category. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah. So fighting it, there's, a, so yeah, for me, it's not about fighting. It's denying it. Cause you can't fight it. Right. Like, it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't fight it. No, here it is. Yeah. Right. You can either accept it or you can deny it. That's right. it. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. So I guess in that way, gracefully, whatever that means yeah. in that limited definition, um, I feel good about that. I feel like that's a quality answer. Yeah. Um, speaking of not drinking too much, I'm going to get another beer uh, <laughs> and, and we'll be right back with We Make a Pair. Spencer, what are you drinking? This is from City Barrel Brewing. Uh, it's called Rad AF. You know, the can reeks of familiarity like as if we've done it but again no rules post thousand and yeah. i can't actively remember doing it i and think so. it's trying to be seen with 3d glasses on yeah 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 do you have it feels like the answer to this is yes do you have 3d glasses In storage yeah unfortunately not right not handy readily I, available yeah i did not check the beer you don't take them with you beer shopping no as red af obviously knew you have would you learned nothing i have learned nothing yeah i i'm sorry i i the one time i don't check for 3d glasses <laughs> yep. for the beers yep. for the episode is the one time we screwed up yeah, yeah i screwed up well so, the podcast is canceled here's what the, <laughs> oh fuck yeah you know what We're, we'll do three more beers that's all um uh so th this is how they describe this beer this beer isn't just rad it's rad af get ready for a one-two punch of mango and papaya aromas on the tongue the smooth explosion of citra and mosaic hops will make you want to drink this one for days that sounds like more than two punches sounds like at least four um so i'm guessing it's an ipa i don't know here we go yeah yeah it does not tell Ooh. you what it is except Ooh. rad AF. very hoppy mm -hmm. nose yeah i would imagine um I think mango IPA could be good, theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Right. Honestly, like, you're right. The mango helps. Yeah. Um, and it, it takes some of the edge off of the hoppiness. I mean, mm, yeah. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> oh. He's going back. He's going back. I like that it's a challenging beer. The parallax beer. view of tasting things. Oh, as, shit. As well as seeing. You see the left channel, now you get to get the right channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, guys, 
we've reached a real crossroads. Um, oh, it's at least a four. It's yeah. a, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a four. It's, wow. a, it's a four. Wow. Okay. It's a four. There's a world. That's a cheese. There's a world where it's a five. Damn. Um, I'm not going to do it. <clears throat> Is it more of a summer beer then? I mean, I think I would probably prefer to drink it in the summer, but it's not overly, it's not overly fruity such okay. that it, like I would be offended. I'm not offended now. I mean, if I've learned one thing, fives aren't reluctant. Yeah. Right. The fives yeah. are rarely reluctant. That, I think that's, yeah. If I've got, if, if I'm was, trying to determine. If there's hesitancy, it's, it's a four. A four. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good rule. If it was more mango four, would it be a five? Um, uh, this is why I thought it almost was a five. There's uh. almost the perfect amount of mango to hoppiness. Oh, okay. They they actually do complement each other quite well me, in this let, beer. Let, let and so that's where I was honestly a little stuck. I just didn't know. You don't get that from the nose at all. No, it's it smells like an IPA. And then you get in there and you're kind of like, you know what? This is how. Make, oh, yeah, that's right? really nice. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. God. Um, but being a really good IPA at best generally makes you a four. Yeah, it's a yeah. four. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, hey, we're in We Make a Pair, and Copper asks, I thought this would be a great chance to talk about RPGs. Honestly, not something we've done all that much by way of just sheer amount here. Copper asks us to pair alcohol and RPGs, so I'll ask the both of you. What's the best game for getting beer drunk, and what's the best game for getting liquor drunk, RPG-wise? Okay, beer drunk, that's easy yeah. for me, actually. Dungeon Crawl Classics, uh, Peasant Funnel. So uh, if you're not familiar with this, um, I'm not. It is uh, a D&D style game mm-hmm. with but easier rules. Very, very easy. Uh, and the Peasant Funnel is where you make not one character, but four characters. But the trick is they're all level zero peasants. Love it. You have a random peasant profession. You have a random peasant. One starting item, which could be uh, a, a hoe, mm-hmm. uh, a knife. Mm hmm. A chicken. Love it. A goat. This is getting good. Uh, a bag of night soil, which is, you know, fertilizer. Sure. Uh, so, you know, bag of manure. Yeah, shit. I got um, it. And um, <laughs> there you get four of them. And if any of them survive the adventure, they get a character class. I like this. Yeah. Honestly, this sounds pretty good. It's uh, Caleb and I have played it. They're amazing to run. Why They're have amazing. you guys never mentioned this to me in six fucking years? I don't know. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, it sounds interesting. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's, I'm sorry. We kept you from an active RPG. Well, thank, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, you should I, be. It's really our fault. Uh, yeah. Son of a bitch. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like that's because you're all just throwing. Well, we're gatekeepers. In. You see? Yes. Yeah. And you're not in that. You you're throw not peasants in. in the meat. I've, all, I've always said so. Um, and so and take so. a drink every time one of your peasants dies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you know, given the theme, I would think that what, what better game to play with Bush light. I mean, just, yeah. d- just truly the volume. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Volume. Yeah. Uh, Caleb best beer game. I think I need to pick a beer first. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like, so can you give me a beer and I can pick a game? Or, um, or, okay. So let's assume, well, cause, cause here's the thing. I make this choice pretty much every time I come over here. Right. So I'm very good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, Anything very, can be a beer. Yeah, game. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so let's assume that it's an RPG and it's more than a two-hour play. So I don't want to give you anything too big and heavy, uh, like a Braxis. I think that would be unkind. Yeah, no, no, you wouldn't do that. But something, um, uh, Toll Brewing's Mr. Brown. Mm, so like a game that's like fitting for Mr. Brown. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good choice. A beer that we'll never see again. Lost to history, yeah. sadly. I think I want like Dread. Okay. Ooh. 
Because here's the thing, like dread, the key is you don't want to be near the table. There's a lot of things you can do in dread to fuck things up other than being bad at Jenga, which I got in spades and I'm not going to get better <laughs> at from being drunk. Uh-huh. But the one thing I can do is avoid the moving around the table, kicking it and knocking it over. How yeah. am I going to do that? Mr. Brown's across the room. Smart. I will spend very little time Distract playing yourself. dread. Yeah, I'll yeah. be over there drinking Mr. Brown. Good idea. <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a problem solver. Yeah. 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 Smart. See, I think you got to pick the beer first. No, it's a great yeah. idea. Uh, okay, liquor drunk ross um god it would have to be dark i mean i i mean my my inclination no no you got to do it too spencer yeah yeah oh okay well so i've played uh four systems phase anatomy red market oh no we're gonna pick the rpg you can pick the beer okay great i'm into that yeah yeah yeah. okay you're being forced to do a vampire the masquerade lock uh, yeah, so milf and and you, as you're many bring, oh, as wow. many as you can give me. Milf is very brave. Yes, for uh, vampire the masquerade. Yeah, excuse yeah. me. Now, now now known as Matrafamilias. I want to be uh rem- be your house clan yeah. of vampires. That's right. Yeah, from the Mater- uh, from the Matrafamilia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to be removed from my consciousness as quickly as possible. <laughs> uh-huh, and uh-huh, milf uh-huh. is a beer that is both made for chugging and for throwing up. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I would just oh, excuse me, Matrafamilias. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, Steel Reserve would also be accepted. Oh, 100 yeah, percent. Yeah. Or honestly, Mickey's because you might need those glass <laughs> bottles. Yeah. Like when it's just all for defense. Yeah. 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 Okay. I know the perfect hard liquor RPG okay. just came to me. A uh, dirty world. It's a film noir RPG. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So, Very good. Yeah, yeah, that lines good. up. You're just in character. Totally. Yeah. Just uh, sipping scotch or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not sipping, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't. Uh, again, I don't know the setting. Now, uh, I know one for Everclear too. Oh. Continuum, the time travel RPG, because you need to be fucking plastered. Yeah, yeah. To, to that, do time you gotta travel. actually do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You Fuck need that. to actually travel through time. Yeah, for sure. Leave your body. Your spirit needs to leave your body. <laughs> Uh, Caleb, liquor drunk? Oh, man. Well, I've only done for liquor drunk uh, Fiasco and Slasher well, Flick. I remember yeah, slasher, ni- yeah. I remember neither of them, so I assume they both went well. <laughs> um, they're recorded, and yeah. you can hear them, but uh, either is acceptable. Yeah, yeah. we did a Slasher Flick game uh, that Caleb said I cannot put on the podcast, so I put it on as a Patreon bonus. Uh <laughs> It's like uh, Sasha Flake in set it with a heavy metal band in the woods. Yeah, pretty sure he passed out at the table halfway through. <laughs> I got really, I was really hung up on saying transcendentalism. Well, it's a tough just, word, yeah. especially when you're plastered. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I mean, I've heard you try to type, I'm sober. Yeah. Or, I'm not sober. I'm not Excuse sober. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, give me an RPG and I will tell you. I guess this one's you know, kind of tricky. You know what Shadowrun is, right? Oh, yeah, I'm familiar with Shadowrun. Yeah, yeah, Shadowrun. Yeah, sure. yeah, pick a liquor for it. Um,. Like cyberpunk, but with elves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's interesting. I feel like something... Uh, well, I mean, I'm inclined to say Have lighter. you seen the film Bright? Yes. Very similar. Now, tell me more about Bright. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, man. It's the new Star Wars. This <laughs> podcast made it through Bright and Will Smith slapping someone. Like, think about those cultural milestones. He really how- defined our careers. He bookended, as it were. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> Uh, I would say, uh, yeah, mezcal. That's kind of my like go-to, like light and airy. Everything's fun. There's not a lot of consequence. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. too hungover on the other end. Uh, honestly, you give me a good like ranch water with mezcal. Yeah, I'll play anything. You, you do regard it as a magic substance. Hundred percent. There's no alcohol in mezcal. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No hangovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a great question, Copper, and I'm uh, for all of the things that we have talked about putting with alcohol and all of the games we've talked about, I, I appreciate that as an opportunity to pair those things. <laughs> and so uh, with that, we're going to grab another beer. We'll be right back. 
Caleb, what's that? Uh, this is what <laughs> what the people demanded. This mm. is Nova Easy Kombucha. Mm. The peach passion fruit. Mm-hmm. It is gluten-free. Yep. Vegan. Yeah. Probiotic. Love it. Alcoholic kombucha. Fuck probiotic. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, good for your digestion, man. Get up, gets up in there, gets those cultures activated. That might as well be Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> Curtis yogurt. You know, at one point, Maddie... <laughs> Gotta uh, activate your culture. Just as an aside, yeah. uh, you know, when Maddie uh, got their finger cut, they got some antibiotics. Right. And then Maddie asked me to get some uh, Yakult. Yeah. And they, I found some off-brand like stuff. So at the same time, Maddie was taking antibiotics and probiotics at the same time. Well, they cancel out, so you just had biotics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mathematically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. It doesn't smell good. Well, smell good. no booch has ever smelled good. Um, but people keep drinking it. I'll, I occasionally drink booch to this day. Oh, yeah. He oh. hates it. Oh, he hates it. Well, you're going to have to try it then. Yeah, which is fine, because honestly, I'm probably going to like it. Nope. Caleb doesn't like it. It's a one. It's, uh, yeah, that's like uh, somebody who has not washed their feet in a long time mm. stepped on a passion fruit. Yeah. And you drank the remainders. It's terrible. Mm. Why would anyone do this? Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fucking can looks like the wall of a Panera the bread. I hate it. It's I hate everything about awful. it. The can is really ah. aggressively hideous. I'm going back to the tea and pumpkin beer. Good idea. Um, get in there. It's a, it's a hard one. Yep. You made me do it. Yep. The scent is is truly off putting. Oh, it's so bad. Oh God! I you you wanted this. You know when you walk into a room that someone peed in earlier, like mm-hmm. that's what the scent of this hard kombucha is. Like you walked into your room, you're like somebody peed on that couch. That's yeah. what this is. Uh, yeah, and now you drink it because that's what it tastes like. <laughs> um. Oh yeah! Oh. Somebody peed on that couch. Oh. Um, I don't think the flavor is half as bad as the scent. Like I actually, honestly, I'd probably drink that. It's a damn shame my nose is connected to my mouth, right? Then, cause yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Um, I, yeah, no, you can just no. <laughs> Sidearm that into the trash. I don't want to give it, Maddie. Do you want to try a new alcoholic beverage? <laughs> you know, I um. I didn't hate that. I mean, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate well, it. Well, you're a yeah, freak the, who likes I, this. I, I, I would yeah. say the nose is a hundred times worse. A hundred times worse. The flavor's not great. No, I no. would give. I would give the flavor like a two. We knew the but flavor. But with the nose, it's definitely a one. Oh, the the nose is a zero. Yeah, the nose is like <laughs> the, the see, nose the is average. Of, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The nose is one of the worst things we've encountered on this show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The flavor is not the nose. So I think it went perspective by incongruity. Yeah, if I spilled this on something, I'd wait for it to dry and then set it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I don't want this to linger. No, you're, you're getting new furniture after yeah. that. Oh, no. Uh, hey, we're into living with humans. Turtle asks, how do you like to handle being sick? By the way, Turtle mentions in the question that they may be sick at the moment. So I hope oh, you're feeling better. Feel better, Turtle. Turtle. Yeah. Do you like to go into a cave or be pampered by your friends? <clears throat> Both. I'll be honest. I, I've never... I feel like I'm always in the cave. I've, I've never really been... You guys can... Is that on the table? Can someone... Well, can someone pamper? I yeah. didn't know that was like an offered service. That, that is that is the, truly the, the the problem. So, I 
as I understand it, we've talked about this quite a bit around uh, board games and dinner tables and drinks. I believe that um, Sarah and Brandy, and I don't know what happens in this household, so I'd be curious to know, have a similar response to what happens when you and I start getting sick, Mm -hmm. which is to get pre-annoyed with the fact that we are sick, assume that we are going to be giant babies, and then just be mean and exclude (laughs) us from their lives for the entire period of being sick. Um, Like, when I tell Brandy I don't feel well, she's like, oh God, fuck off. And then like, like, like that she has to try to to be nice to me because she's always aware that I'm about to become the world's biggest baby. And so I want to be pampered. And sometimes she will bend a little and like bring me food and be like, I'm really sorry. Do you need anything? But that has such a short shelf life between <laughs> that and like, get over it. Get yourself some food. I'm leaving. Sarah won't ditch out for like fear of like taking care of me, but she's going to work and shit. And like, we're both teachers and my mom was a teacher. So like, she's not that different from the Ben of Stokes method, which is like, you sure you feel that bad? Can't tough it out and see how you feel later. Can't just give it a few glasses. You got a job, you know, with how we get paid. All right. Well, if you got to stay, you got to stay. Door slam, car engine start. It's just gone for 14 hours. Like that. That's my, that's my, you know, pamper feel better experience. She'll care a lot and like cook for me and be very nice when she's home. Yeah. At regular hours after her extracurriculars. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, she's yeah. not going to stay home, take care of me. You're fucking, you're yeah. kidding me? No way. Yeah. Brandy, I think she thinks I'm faking sometimes. And I will tell you, there have been few validating moments. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There I been- think when I went to the hospital dying of sepsis was the one time Sarah didn't think I <clears throat> right. was faking being sick. She, when, I, when I earnestly got the flu back in like 2014, 2015, like the honest to God flu, at one point, like I called Brandy at work and I was like, I need you to come home and like bring me food. And she was like, order food. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I can't get off the couch. <laughs> and she was like, God, you're such a bitch. And she came home and she brought me food and she was mad at me. And then like five years later she got the flu and on day three she called me into the room and she was like i'm so sorry i ever (laughs) this is absolutely miserable i was like you're fucking right it is and now what can i get for you because i am not a monster the best part is she won't listen to this so if that was a lie she's never gonna call you 100 yeah yeah i told her when i left today i said well all right i'm going to record the last podcast and she was like you're still doing the podcast so (laughs) yeah pretty much uh uh no she knows uh, i think (laughs) She certainly doesn't pay attention or listen to it, but I think she knows that we still do it. Yeah, I've never been like excessively pampered. Like, like my parents would like drop like my mom would drop off food. Yeah, uh, because she lives in the same town, so like right. that's easy. Well, uh, so does your dad. Yeah, yeah, right. uh, but yeah, he would not. No, yeah, um, and you know they they would uh, do a couple other things, but nothing like excessive. Does Leland get sick? But not like, uh, like you have to take care of him sick. Right. Like, like, you know, I guess the better way to phrase this, does Leland accept the reality of being, there you go. Oh yeah. I I could see him very much being like, nope. Yeah. Yep. Not, no, not a thing. (laughs) No, he does. He's pretty, pretty practical. Has at any point he offered you like some snake venom as a remedy, uh, or, or some (laughs) natural, like naturopath kind of uh, oddity. No, 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 they've actually been like, you know, if you're sick, you're sick. Like right. that, 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 that's it. That's healthy Good for them. Yeah. 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 They're, yeah. they're not like, they not, not so a little bit of pampering, not like excessive, right. but right. like, you know, you, you like, Oh, we hope you get better soon. Here's some chicken soup. I will know. say this. Like, I'm yeah. happy to be pamp. Like I, w- I would like to be assisted at a minimum. Yeah. If that's pampered, fine. I'm good with that. Like, but I definitely do also want to be left alone when I'm sick. Sometimes like there's a lot of times when oh, I've yeah. been, where I just want to sleep and or stare mean like aimlessly at a television and I don't have energy yeah. to talk. I don't want to think like 
I, yeah, I remember when I had my wisdom teeth out and like, my parents would drop off chicken noodle soup and then like mm-hmm. I would sit on the couch, drug, you know, doped up on painkillers yeah. and watch Mr. Sensei 3000. Great. And that's it. Yep. And that's all I want. That's all I want. Yeah. I don't want to talk that much. Exactly. I just want the things that I want when I want them. Yeah. And then I want to be left alone. No, I don't think I'm asking too so much. So Maddie and I haven't had that real time. Like, I mean, we're kind of having that a little bit with Maddie uh, with the cut. Right. But that, that The cut. And I'm helping Maddie as much as I can. Right. But like. Well, but there was, y- y'all had COVID, right? But you were you were apart yeah you, yeah. you court yeah you we you, try to right as much as, as much can. as you can yeah, yeah, yeah for sure because we live in the same place but like you know i i, I try to pamper you if you're, you're sick i mean if you need something i'll give it but like <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's not going well yeah right i'm not i mean i'm not looking directly at maddie yeah. but I, I generally feel like i feel like i know what's going on yeah i'm trying to be nice yeah I, theoretically i could pamper sarah but i'd have to get her to stay home for being sick and that's that's the real not gonna happen that like that's the that's the like stealer keys Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nail the door would you bully me if i throw them away like like, recently you'd be like oh i feel like i'm coming down to something and i'm not gonna like that is better i'm like better fucking no right right yeah matt maddie's not having it yeah yeah yeah. right like about once a week brandy says like i think i have covid yeah uh and i've just gotten to the point where i'm like stop or like take a test or don't. Uh, and I'll admit that I've gotten a little like probably harsh about that. Eh, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, hey, if it's a great question. Uh, we've got one beer. Excuse me. We have one hard booch left. Uh, we'll be right back. What a way to end the <laughs> yeah, to end me. What a slap in the face. Producer Ross, what are you drinking? To to close out the mix six, yes, uh, a beer is, podcast, yeah, beer podcast. Yeah. We have yeah. Nova Easy Kombucha. Oh yeah, sexy mojito, mm. gluten free, vegan, probiotic, and it's alcoholic. Eight percent, eight percent. By volume, you could get super fucked up on those probiotics. You'd have to finish it though. So let's see if that works out. Okay, the nose. Not that noticeable. It's it's definitely not. They saved the, the nose for the other one. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> hmm. It's also a smaller can. Yeah, very odd. Yeah, like no consistency in the. Uh oh, it's pretty good actually. Uh oh, yeah, it's sweet. It is. It is kind of like lime. Like it's, it's it's sexy mojito. Yeah, sexy mojito. Boy, it's pretty good. It's not. Uh, I can't give it a. F- Five though it's you missed not. an opportunity to make Caleb try hard booch. You know what? Fuck it. It's five. We're gonna end the podcast. Oh. Five. Fuck you, Caleb. Oh. <laughs> well, we ha- well, we have to end it because you've lost your integrity. That's right. For the first time, yeah, yeah. here it is. This moment. The second we violated yeah, yeah. our. Ethics. This is not a place this of honor. Over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not a. <laughs> wow. Um. Oh, it's, it's pretty good. Oh. Ooh, it's pretty good. Okay, yeah. it's no five. It is not a five. If there's if it, it alcohol kombucha can be a five, there's hope for us all. <laughs> That's our message. <laughs> Honestly, I think that is pretty good. I will tell you that before I drank that, I ate a Halloween themed Oreo. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I can't tell if it's the orange icing or the the alcoholic what, what a combination or the alcoholic booch that I liked there. This but, the, actually this does pair with the Halloween. Right. Might Oreos. I suggest a pairing? Yes. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. The Nova Easy Kombucha and Halloween Oreos specifically. 170 calories. By Sexy the way. mojito. Uh, yeah. Boo Oreos. 170 calories. That's what it says. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's eight percent. Well, but think about not what's doing. diet, is it? Yeah, no, yeah, it's vegan, gluten, gluten-free, right. probiotic. Yeah. yeah, those probi, those probobes. Yeah, th- think about what it's doing for your 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 colon, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really want to. Like, I could, uh, smile yeah. and eat a cup of yogurt. Yeah, right that's now. right. Uh huh. Yeah. 
anyways, while Ross Joy enjoys his activity, um, <laughs> our, our, uh, our, our swan song moment for the mixed sex, we've done this for six years now. Mm-hmm. So in our last drunk enough, I ask you, uh, what is your absolutely favorite mixed sex moment? And Ross, I'm going to take off the table proposing to Maddie because right. it's obvious and it's clearly the best answer. Yeah. And because Caleb and I didn't get to propose to anybody, I feel like we wouldn't <laughs> unfair. Have, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking it off the table. So you have to pick something else. It doesn't have to be while we're recording. It could be at a con. It uh-huh. could be a, an interaction outside of, but it has to be mixed sixth base. I mean, there's so many. I, right. can't, I literally can't choose. No, you literally have to. That's the fucking okay. point. Man. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with the mixed six rap song. Yeah. Yeah. Big great. moment. Yeah. yeah. And uh bummer that it had to happen over COVID or like over. Uh, I don't think I would have o- done like it without remotely. COVID. Like, cause I wanted oh. to do something because of COVID we were recording. Like that was my motivation to like Smart. do something nice for great and, idea. And, yeah. And also like a, yeah. A Christmas gift for us all. And like, uh, yeah. Great idea. Yeah. I mix six has been important in my life. Right. And, uh, I wanted to celebrate. That. Boy, thanks COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. So the, that was, that was, that was, I don't know if I would have thought of that. Doing the that, the right? reveal got me. Yeah. I mean like teary eyed in that moment. Yeah. It, it was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Caleb. Oh man, I'm torn. Uh, I mean, I, I want to talk about some other moments. Here. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like the fan stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the first Gen Con meetup was amazing. The first Gen Con meetup. That yep. was very, as a blast talking about the show with other people and seeing that people really <clears throat> enjoyed it. Meeting Max. Oh yeah. And so many friends that so many friends for the show. Fucking Burke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. That, that all stuff's great. Um, in terms of like moments recording the show, yeah. it usually involves me tricking one or both of you. Yeah, you son of a bitch. So like Tim getting, Rogers, getting you to do Tim Rogers, but also uh, tricking Ross into adding static effects <laughs> by mentioning vaporwave and then both berating him for it live on yeah, air. Yeah. Very fun yeah, for me. A good uh, bit. So I don't really want to think too hard about what that says about my personality. Yeah, you don't need to. But um, I mean, I just made a, a thing of five to make you drink it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. like right. pettiness is fine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah, I like I like the moments we were just goofing off. Uh, most of all, I think that's good. One of the other moments, like I've been going through all the mix six files, yeah, uh, which and, is crazy. Yeah, uh, one of the other one of my favorite moments was actually uh, not too long ago. Um, last year, I think uh, it was. Um, Oh, Baz got me this great gift and he made me swear motherfucker to not reveal it, to open it up until we were on the air. The Johnny Walker blue, the Johnny Walker blue label that turned out to be a bottle of Malort. Fucking Malort. Like that. You were genuinely shook. You, your, your reaction, <laughs> Kayla was for the ages. Like the, the, the audio things I had, had to like dampen on. You were so he put, loud. He put dust on it. That's yeah. the, that's the, <laughs> Like the thing, like there was a smattering of dust over the top as if it had been on a shelf yeah. for a long time. What a disturbed. fuck. Yeah. What a fuck. Just the, yeah. The, I think it was the prestige that really got me. He sold yeah. the details. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was pretty rough. Uh, I think um, Caleb trying uh, Stillwater extra dry. Oh, the Stillwater rule. Yeah. So that was the first Stillwater like, moment. That was the uh, first. They, they yeah. deleted the tweet is one of my favorite fan. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Um, but still, but was it K- Max who made the shirt? Uh, no, I made those posters for okay. Gen Con. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, ABL who yeah, yeah. who tagged them and, yeah, yeah. and caused the Twitter ruckus. Mm-hmm. But Caleb, so it was like early, like first five episodes, I think, when we tried extra dry. Still one of the worst beers I've ever. Had. And it was yeah. the first like get up and spit the beer out moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the only beer that I've seen Caleb spit up and spit out over six years, but it was the first. I do think, I think often about trying, uh, was it Bent Penny? 
Uh, no, well, uh, sh- champagne velvet, champagne oh. velvet, and also the <laughs> tasted like a bit. bit. That's right. It, it had roof in the title. Uh, leaky roof, leaky, leaky roof, roof. Yeah. the metery. That was I from Bill. Almost, and then yeah. the the other absolute legend bottom tier thing was that uh, Newport Storm from oh, yeah. two thousand with the silt well, in the bottom. Yeah, just rancid, yeah, yeah. <laughs> rancid yeah. inspired. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the soil, uh, the sediment was was a giveaway. You know, I think I have a still water <laughs> in my refrigerator for some reason. Don't. Well, a socket, uh, that's not fair. Uh, like a socket. Oh, okay. Oh. Like the, oh, the yeah. still water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I've thought about this a lot. I think Caleb's onto something. Probably if I look back over my favorite, uh, my favorite thing was probably the first Gen Con where we did stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the meetup the night before, but then like the, our first live show at Gen Con, which was like really well attended. Like it was yeah. a large room. Like it, we had a good audience. Yeah. That was the first time. I think I was, uh, I became aware that, uh, more than, uh, we listened to the show. Uh, and that was like a very jarring moment, but it's also really cool. And Brownie Davis supplied us all, uh, with, uh, s'mores candies, which I ate live, uh, which we have pictures of three constituent elements. If I remember correctly, that was a good moment <clears throat> on the show. Caleb trying Stillwater extra dry. Um, probably takes the bit for me as the best <laughs> moment on the show. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I mean, we other moments, of course, being like the cider episode the, from the double. Yeah, because that led to an inbot support. Hard, yeah, yeah, hard to remember those on account of the the yeah. blacking out. Uh, it's it's a favorite recording for some. Oh, oh God! I mean, it is a top ten uh, recording moment. Just you watching you trying to navigate the whole thing. Yeah. At some point, uh, maybe around there, I learned Ross's drunk cue, and that really mattered to me. Uh, and so then every moment after that, seeing that, which by the way, if you ever hang out with Ross Payton, and out of nowhere he looks at you with slightly co- closed eyes and asks how you're doing, how you doing? Ross is drunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and somewhere around beer three. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he he'll do it earnestly at first and then later it will become a bit and uh, that's like a really good note that Ross is drunk so once I saw that start happening in between segments I would go like oh okay Ross pretty drunk while we're recording that's fun uh, I think I think Gen Con's probably my favorite mode. The first Gen Con, the other Gen Cons were great. Um, and meeting people like other shows, yeah. like Blue Peg, Pink Peg, who actually listened to us and yeah. were, were like fans. Like that weird. was that was a weird moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that Origins first Gen Con was good. <clears throat> Origins fucking slapped. Like as an experience, yeah. Origins was top to bottom great. Oh yeah, the fucking El Camino in. Mm-hmm. We had some really good sours there, some like odd lemon sours there that we couldn't find to save our lives and bring back. Um, same urban artifact, right? Same brewery that mm-hmm. postcard. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Origins was good. That's a good note. Origins yeah, was yeah. great. Attending yeah. a con is people who attend a con instead of yeah, chilling our wares. Yeah, a lovely change of pace. Yeah, totally. I think that I I look forward to doing a con again. Not not as a an entity you know not not like in a judgmental way but like yeah, not yeah. having a thing to sell or schedule yeah like going to hang out with people yeah it's fun as shit and then you know there was a, a pandemic so yeah that all ended um well it's been uh it's been great and it's been six years and i know the show has meant a lot to me and i you know i think it's meant a lot to you guys and uh, i want to thank everyone who supported us boy it's you crazy me, you got me through yeah. some wild stuff and yeah life. 
Yeah. So much life over the last I've become years. a better podcaster because of this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've become a podcaster because of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which felt weird. Yeah. Um, so um, thank you. Thank you to literally everyone who did anything in the vein of listening to, promoting, supporting, paying for, for God's sake, this podcast. Yeah. Um, I remember the first time we recorded just to see what was going on. Ross posted it on Slang Design and then we just waited to see if people liked it mm-hmm. and people liked it. And so we just started recording it. Yeah. And it felt like within a month we had people who were starting to pay for us to produce content it just felt baffling yeah so um thank you so much for everything and the discord lives we'll still be around we'll um i think we could just open it up so we'll put a link to you could just join it yeah 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 there'll be some logistics stuff in the next few days we'll figure it out um Um, yeah all the episodes will be up on an archive eventually yeah 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 and Uh, and and, and i'll have one more thing yeah ross has one more thing and also like you guys do enough podcasting and, and content creation. Like I, I don't think it's impossible that we all end up on the microphone again together at some point doing something. Yeah. I mean, I, I would certainly like to do some like one off mix six episodes or check-ins. Yeah. We or can put some, them up on something else. Some yeah. special beer things. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that'd be fun. And so this isn't the end of it all. It's just the end of this version of this thing. And so, uh, you know, yeah, life changes. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess with that, this is the mix six podcast. I'm Spencer. I'm Caleb. And we'll probably talk to you at some point. Bye. Yeah. So many beers, it's hard to pick all the best moments we are taken with. So now we look back and we all reminisce the memorable ones from the mix six. We got the Rose DuPont start taking notes. It's got that tartness and it's staged in oak. It feels a different way cause the taste enhances And that's more the case when that damn truck passes The tart and the dryness combined with misery size on it makes it feel timeless The taste was constant on their mind and maybe that's why They gave it a 5 and the ginger lemon rattler raises that ladder Strongly recommended, chug it down faster Light and refreshing, that's all that matters Another strong 5 this beer is packed for somebody who doesn't like their hangovers You can't drink and drink and it still won't hurt It's an automatic favorite, they do not play It's like a hot day and you're drinking Gatorade, yeah So many beers, it's hard to pick All the best moments we are taken with So now we look back and we all reminisce The memorable ones from the mix yeah. six The 800th beer was the biggest plan That's why it's blue moon Inside a can, not from the glass and not the tap. I mean, in a can, and that's the brand. Enjoyable to drink like they own it. I think Spencer is having a moment, and you may be wondering about the score. Well, I guess they gave it a four. Then there's still water, extra dry. That one beer that's brewed in sockeye Forget about it being up in the top five It's below basic and very throat drying The aftertaste was pitiful And after drinking they were miserable Like it never completed middle school So Mike's on now, that's the Stillwater rule So many beers, it's hard to pick All the best moments we are taken with So now we look back and we all reminisce The memorable ones from the mix six Three philosophers quadruple ale One of the greatest beers, that's all hail Mixed with Leafman's philosophers, oh my god 
This one here is sure not to pale a comparison It's that delicious 10% alcohol is all that's mixed in Gave it a 5, can't prove them wrong Cause it literally taught them the meaning of God Now we got Moby Dick, Ambergris The one that's made from a whale's vomit Probably the best one on this list But it tasted fine if they're being honest That fruity taste became kinda musk The beer that was left behind in dust That fecal matter got a leather touch The sixth of the most special beers in the bunch